Welcome or welcome back to the Joy Loving Home podcast. We are on day two of a five-part back-to-school blitz in which we are trying to get ourselves set up for a great start to the school year. So if you missed yesterday and you want to pop back, yesterday I was talking about getting your mudroom or your entryway or whatever you call that sort of spot you walk into that is going to house all the book bags and shoes and etc. and getting that set and ready for the school year. Today we're going to talk about homework and homework area and getting it set. Stay to the end because I'm going to be discussing a homework hack for if you have an ADHD kid or honestly any kid would enjoy <laughs> this homework hack that I'm going to share at the end. Just a quick sort of catch up to the fact that yesterday on the podcast I said I was going to pop into my free group and show some before and after afters of the mudroom of my own that I'm working on. That didn't happen. Guys, life, we all know how it gets away from us. And if you've ever questioned that I am like you or not just like you, um, yeah, I got derailed. There was stuff going on and uh, it did not happen. So I'm going to play catch up and do both my mudroom and my homework area today. I'm going to give it a try again. <laughs> I I will model the fact that stuff goes awry and I know our brains tend to do an all or nothing and it's like, oh, I didn't do it yesterday. I give up. I just, I'm so lousy at this stuff. I can't stay consistent. I can't follow through on what I plan. I can't, I could spiral in that direction or I could say yesterday got away from me. Today is a new day and I'm going to try again. So that's what I'm going to do. And I hope you'll join me and look for me in there. And if you're not part of that group and you want to be, you just go into any browser window and type bit.ly slash joy loving home community. And I'd love to invite you in. Okay, so that's enough for yesterday. Today, let's talk about the, the homework area. The going thought, if you're listening to what I call the monkey brains, <laughs> they will tell you to have a desk set up in a nice quiet place whether that's their bedroom or some other space in your house in which they can have focused time where things are not distracting and all of their supplies are at their fingertips. Fantastic. Sounds great. I do believe that will work for certain types of kids. Awesome. Be super realistic. Much like I've spoken about people who have a playroom that their kids never play in you will discover you have a desk that no homework is ever done at. <laughs> and the biggest reason why, whether your kid is ADHD or not, is they like to be near you. They want to have you on hand in case they need help because they don't want to have to run from their bedroom over to you and ask for help if they're stuck. They don't realize it, but particularly if your kid is an ADHD kid, you provide a sense of accountability in that they know, whether subconsciously or not, that sitting in the kitchen, if you're in there, means you're going to periodically get after them and be like, get, keep working. Why, you know, you're distracted. Get, get working again. It frustrates you. But maybe if you think about how they're using you as an accountability measure, that will make you feel more purposeful and less frustrated in that task, there is something to a parent being there and checking on you and knowing 
that you're actually busy on your work because if you go disappear into your room where it's quiet and you quote unquote should be focused, you tend to zone out and then there's nobody there bringing you back. They need the nearness for that. And then a lot of kids, particularly ADHD kids, need the encouragement. There are many times when they have felt unsuccessful in school and frustrated because they don't feel like they understand an assignment. And sometimes they can get busy working and they're doing everything right, but they're second guessing themselves. And you being right there for them to say, does this look right? Be ready to be that encourager to be like, you're doing great. Oh my gosh, that's absolutely right. Because they need that. They don't get enough positive reinforcement for when they're on the right track. So remember when they want to be near you for homework, that those three functions are super helpful. Not to take over, not to do it for them, not to berate them, but to be that help when it's asked and you you help the, the minimalist, minimalist, minimal way possible, you encourage and you redirect. That's kind of your role. And I'm speaking as a former teacher, that would be ideal if all of my parents had just been available because there's so many parents who take over and try to do their kids homework. It's not helpful. That's my teacher hat on giving you that advice. All right. So then if our kid is going to be near us, somehow that tends to be the kitchen table, the kitchen counter. And I don't want to have a whole homework set up all the time when I need to also then feed people dinner and I want to see the kitchen cleaned up at the end of the day or whatever the case may be. So how do we set up a homework area that is friendly for both things? What I'd like you to do is get into your kitchen, get where you know they're most likely going to be. And if that's not your kitchen, that's fine. But wherever you tend to be when they're doing their homework is where they're going to want to be. So look around. If it's a, you know, a built-in cabinet in the living room that you can clear out whatever was in there and now store homework supplies. If it's a an empty drawer in a kitchen, which I know most of us don't have those, but you might. So embrace that idea. Maybe you have a drawer full of things that you use so randomly or rarely in the kitchen that you could move them somewhere else and create it as a homework drawer because you're going to get way more use out of that than something that's storing the occasional time you make a cake shaped like a horseshoe, whatever. (laughs) So look around your kitchen and go, oh, you know what? Here's a drawer that, that literally holds things we never use. You really will get more mileage out of that type of real estate. Or you can have, there's those carts on wheels that are always for sale this time of year. You can get them at places like Walmart or Target or the Container Store or Amazon. They're usually three-tiered, and that way you could even store that in a hall closet, and it can just be wheeled down at homework time and wheeled back. If you're using a cabinet or a drawer, I recommend it having like a little handled basket or bucket or those cleaning caddies that you'll see even at the dollar store. Those can become fantastic homework caddies. And what you're wanting to do, there's there's really two categories of things that you would want to put in there. And you can adjust this based on whether your kids are elementary, middle, or high. But you're going to, in the caddy or on the cart, you're going to do, you know, the all the writing utensils, pens, pencils, colored pencils, markers, crayons, highlighters, 
just enough, not the 120 pack, but just the main colors with a pencil sharpener, that will take you forever. If that's, you know, you can use red solo cups stuck down into a cleaning caddy and put the the writing utensils in all of those cups. Don't overthink it. You can use toilet paper tubes that once they're they're rubber band them together, stick them down in the cleaning caddy, and they'll help you keep separated the different types of writing utensils you want to put in there. So that's one sort of category. And then the other category is all the other sort of the extras, the ruler, the calculator, a really good eraser. Um, the glue, glue stick, the stapler, some rubber bands, maybe. Bonus item would be like a three-hole punch in case your kid's bringing them worksheets that they have to put in a binder. That can feel very luxurious to have. If not, a single-hole punch is nice. If all of those are in a little caddy and they're brought to the kitchen island or they're brought to the kitchen table, pretty much all homework can be done based on that. And then if you store the extra supplies, because It's great to have a notebook with notebook paper or loose leaf paper. It's great to have some spare folders. It's great to have some tag board on hand. All of that can be stored away in a closet or if you have a home office or somewhere where on those occasional, oh, I got a project and they want to run and grab it. But you don't have to store everything at your fingertips. Just a caddy like this is super helpful. I helped one of my virtual clients. She wanted to create a homework station. We looked around and she had an empty drawer nearby. What she decided to do with it is she created a a barrier in it and two kids. And so they were able to put their papers that they wanted into that drawer. But she still wanted to have a, a cart that had more so that she could hide it around the corner where it wasn't visible all the time. But we did the top row of it with all the little cups with the the supplies. The middle row, she got they call them multi-purpose bins at the container store, but you can do those magazine holders. And she kept some extra notebook paper and plain paper and some notebooks in that on the second level. And in the third level, she kept empty in case they had to scoop it up and, and drop everything in, get it out of the way for dinner, and then be able to pick it back up and put it back on the table. It's working great. And that's a fun one to be able to roll in and out of a space if you need it. So anyway, those either a caddy or a cart, highly recommend for your homework zone. Okay, so to keep this one short so we can get busy on our our action, I just want to share a homework hack. So I always had a kid who would get a little overwhelmed because they wouldn't know where to start or would just be frustrated and kind of exhausted from the school day. So we'd always take the break to get a little energy out, get a snack in. And then when it was time to work, just this, how do we get going? So I liked to gamify any chance I can get. If you have one of those smaller size whiteboards where you can constantly sort of change what's happening, those are great to grab and have with all of this. So obviously you're also going to need whiteboard markers. And then if you have a, a die, dice, and some post-it notes. If you keep those in your caddy as well, this homework hack will work. Even if it's just a plain sheet of paper and you don't use the whiteboard. But you write the numbers one through six across the top. You grab your post-its and you can help set it up for them. But you're like, okay, tell me what all is for homework tonight. Well, I have to do this in spelling and I have to do this many problems in math and I have to read a chapter in social studies and I have to read a chapter in my reading homework. 
So you're you're writing down what all their homework is and you're putting stickies across where these numbers one through six are. If they only have five types of homework, then put free time 10 minutes or free time five minutes, whatever that you think they can manage and not, you might not lose them <laughs> completely from. If you're like, no, I don't want them to take any breaks because I lose them and I don't get them back, then maybe look at how many math problems there are, divide them in half, and they just do problems one through 12 the first time and 13 through 24 the second time, whatever. So you get the point. You have post-it notes with the homework assignments. Then they roll the die. Whatever number they land on, they do that first. Set them timers so that most homework shouldn't take a whole lot more then 15 minutes per subject, depending on the grade, I get it, depending on what levels they're in, I get it. But keeping them with shorter timers will help them to rush against the clock just enough to keep them more focused. You can always reset it. You can say, hey, we're going to set each timer for 15 minutes. If you're not done at the end of 15 minutes, we'll set it again. But it gives them something to push against. Having a timer with your homework supplies is great too. And then once they finish an assignment, they pull that post-it note off, they tear it up, they throw it away, which feels amazing. And if they happen to roll, let's say it was a number two, if they happen to roll a two again, two just means roll again until they get all of the assignments done. Just a little hack. Try it. It's worked great for my kids off and on over the years. The whiteboard can be reused just to write assignments and wipe them off if you don't want to go through the trouble of gamifying. Post-it notes in different colors just to keep a different color for each subject sometimes helps their brains feel more engaged. Do change it up as often as possible because if you're always playing the same game every time, it loses its energy. So, you know, try it for a week, then do something else the next week. But just thought I'd throw that out there as a bonus option. Tomorrow, I'm back with another Back to School Blitz. We're going to talk about getting their closet cleaned up and ready for the school year so that we know we have the right clothes on hand. All right. Hope you're enjoying this. And until next time, continue to choose joy.